Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 153 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually happening, to meet the people that make theater happen. I'm not changing this intro, people, because I'm willing it to happen. Just a quick reminder that you can download and subscribe to the podcast from the Apple Podcast app or from iTunes. That way your feed will automatically be updated when we release episodes. But you can also listen to us on many other fine podcast streaming services such as Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You know, just it's out there. Go out and subscribe. Please rate and review our podcast if you have a spare 30 seconds. Help us reach more theater lovers out there around the globe. And now for this week's episode. Sounds of Broadway is a 24-7 radio station I only recently came across, and I'm a little bit annoyed at myself that I didn't know about this at the beginning of lockdown because I could have really used it. Uh, and, it, well, they only play musicals all day, day in, day out, 24-7, as I said, and I love musicals. Uh, Sounds of Broadway was founded by Stuart Brown in early 2019 and has an absolute full schedule of musicals you love and many uh, that you may not even heard about. There's also weekly quizzes, request shows, not to mention his podcast. You know, needless to say, this is a very, very busy man. Um, his audience reach is truly gro- global uh, and it's growing. And I was intrigued to find out what he's planning and just how he manages his day. So I jumped online to have a transatlantic chat with Stuart. Have a listen. So why don't we just jump in, Stuart? Uh, we've never met before. We've met online in an email chain. And I found it fascinating as an absolute lover of musicals. And uh, there's so much out there that you don't really get to hear everything. And um, I definitely didn't know about Sounds of Broadway. But since you got in touch and since we've been in touch, I have it on my browser constantly. Uh, which is a good thing. Um, and it's a fantastic uh, service. So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself first and a bit of your background, and then we can get into Sounds of Broadway after that. Sure. Well, 
I have been involved in we'll call it terrestrial radio since the late 1970s when I was in college. So uh, my senior year, I actually had two three-hour radio shows. Uh, back then, it was called New Wave Music. Oh no! So um, you know all the artists, which you know were sort of unknown indie people. You know groups that no one heard of, like The Police, U2. Yeah. Um, so I did a three-hour show with that, and I did a three-hour Broadway show. And after graduation. A few years went by, and I located in Connecticut and started up at a local college doing just a weekly Broadway radio show, but I also podcasted that. And both of those just were a lot of fun. Amazing. But, you know, is if when you're going into a radio station, you, know, you have to get in your car, and even if it's down the street, and if it's snowing, if it's raining, you know, you still have to be in person. And- with technology, I discovered that I could not only do my podcast from home, but I could actually start up my own radio station. Amazing. And like I said, I've been doing Broadway, Broadway radio shows since the late 70s. I've been going to Broadway since I was a high school freshman. So I think that's like, what is that, 15 years old? And actually, right, yeah. if your listeners know anything about New York City in the early 1970s, you know, this was not the Disneyfied you know, <laughs> yes. 42nd Street. This was the Triple X. Yeah. And to this day, I have no idea how my parents let my friend and I take a bus, like a an hour and 15 minute bus ride into Times Square and let us walk around. And find and find a show. What was that uh, first show that you saw, Stuart? So the the first show that I that my friend and I saw on our own. So I had gone with my parents. Was uh, actually it's just a, a quick story. So my back in the seventies and even later, there were these things called twofers, and these were paper coupons, mm-hmm. and they were in churches, schools, and and they were really two for the price of one. So you go to the box office and exchange it. So my friend said, hey, I have these twofers for this show called Twigs. Do you want to go? Yeah, sure. Knew nothing about the show. It was supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. We get into New York. We walk to the box office. The theater's kind of like dark. There's a piece of paper stuck on the window saying, Twigs has closed refunds around the corner. So after I throttled my friend for dragging me to New York, it's like, well, let's go see a show. So we're, we're walking around the theater district looking at marquees. And I pointed to a show that was, it's called, what well, was called Sugar. Mm-hmm. Starred, um, um, oh, now I'm forgetting, uh, Robert Morris and um, Tony Roberts based on movies Some Like It Hot. Mm-hmm. He did, nah, nah, I don't want to go see that. He points to this one show and I'm like, I do not want to go see that show. Oh, come on. Fine. We'll go see your show. Went to the box office. Now, there was no half price ticket booth. We paid full price Saturday matinee. Yeah. $8. Wow. Eight. For, and this is for orchestra. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And the show we, sh- we saw was this show called Grease. <laughs> this was the original. And it was the funniest, yeah. most tuneful. It was 
it was such a blast that my friend and I- It's freshmen as well. That is the perfect show for freshmen. Yes. Oh, it, and, and the thing is, so I went to see it. Eight years later, I'm about to graduate from college. I was the director of fine arts at the radio stations, so I got press seats. I said, I'm going to go see Grease before it closed. And that production, in my view, was one of the worst shows I ever saw because the movie had come wow. out. And all the actors are sort of strutting around like John Travolta. And mm. But back in 72, they were kind of taking it seriously and it was better and funnier. Yeah. Um, so actually on my radio show, I play a lot of Grease. I refuse to play any revival cast albums. So what, what do you think was it? Just I, I'm fascinated because, um, I mean, I know I got into theater – because I went and saw a show when I was like five years old and it was not Broadway. It was uh, a regional production of uh, Princess and the Pea for <laughs> okay. kids. And I was five. I think maybe I was six, seven. I, I was young. Yeah, I think uh, I was young. Didn't that start my And I was Walker? fascinated. Yeah, I think I, yeah. And it was brilliant. To, it was a great in for me and I was just captivated by the magic. It was dark. The lights came up and I was like, wow, this is so cool and I knew then that there was something special and and from that point I kind of did the school plays and and whatnot and now I'm still dressing up in other people's clothes being told what to do for a living and uh, which is well not so much these days but it will happen it will come back uh, but was it all was it just something that you knew you wanted to continue uh, when from high school did you know that there was a living to be made out of it. And that was just it. You were going to do it because you were hooked by theater. So I think it was probably more of like, let's call it an avocation. So it's interesting with with your story because Greece, like I said, was the first show my friend and I went to see. However, uh, six months or a year earlier, my family took a a vacation to Washington, D.C., and at the National Theater, so this is one of the big theaters that had mm. national tours, was a national tour of the musical Promises, Promises, starring Tony Roberts. Yeah. And I was just so transfixed because if your listeners know the score to Promises, Promises, to me, it's yeah. all-time best um, Broadway scores. So It's amazing. So that kind of hooked me. Then that first experience in New York with Greece sort of solidified that. Um, in high school, I was in a, a couple of plays. Uh, I, I, I am not in you know any musicals because if I if I do sing, I'll clear the house. Um, <laughs> so it was more. I was just I just loved the music, and so throughout my life so far, I've been able to incorporate that. Uh, I'm also a theater critic. Uh, Connecticut, and also for what's called the Outer Critics Circle. So it's one of the ah yes, of course, three main uh, critics organizations. So, so between my radio station now going to see shows, I I sort of my my plate is full, and and I'm satiated enough with uh, with everything sort of musical theater right now. And now we're gonna pause for a little break from our sponsors. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Curtain Call Theater podcast, where we're talking with Stuart Brown, the founder of SoundsOfBroadway.com. You you had radio shows. You did the college thing. What what was it that brought you to the idea of Sounds of Broadway? Well, again, it was more, and I don't want to call it drudgery uh, because the college that I was doing my weekly radio show is like twenty minutes away. But you know, again, it was if the weather. Uh, I did it Sunday late afternoon, so. All my Sundays were pretty much booked. If I wanted to go somewhere, play golf, it'd be, oh, well, Mm. I have to be home by a certain time. Yeah. And I had mentioned it to some of the other DJs, and one of the DJs told me about this company where you could do, you know, anyone can start their own station. So as I looked into it, and I have a collection of over a thousand cast albums, you know, London stage, Broadway, off Broadway, and everything in between. Um, and realizing that it'd be very easy to transfer this music to an online radio station 24/7 environment. So you know now I, I don't have it could be you know there could be a foot of snow out there. Well, I don't care because I just walk to my basement studio and I have my computer and microphone and I can record uh, playlists and I can manipulate, you know, in the, in the comfort of my own home. So mm-hmm. it was more like, let's say a transition. Um, I still do a podcast, which interestingly yep. I had stopped. And then I was getting emails or comments from people about, you know, say, hey, Stu, why did you stop your pa- podcast? I love it. <laughs> and I was like, well, but I, I have a 24 seven radio station, but some people just wanted to have that hour long podcast because that was, it was all thematic. So I have a podcast, which is I, I bill as the podcast of yeah. soundofbroadway.com. Well, that's a, that's fantastic, and uh, I, uh, you have you. It's great to have that following that people need to hear what you've created, and that's what I love about podcasting is that it's a slow, unsexy build. The podcasting universe, you know, when people are doing things like you or doing things like we're doing, you know, with servicing a community, and when it's not there, people miss it. And that's a glorious thing to have built, isn't it, Stuart, that you have a, a, a following, a fandom that that want to hear what you're doing and, and miss it when you're not. Exactly. And, and the nice thing about the radio station is this goes all over the world. And, and I, I get basic analytics, but I can see where people are tuning in from. So the U.S. is my, we'll call it my top market. The U.K. is number two. And I get people from like Chile, the Philippines. It's like, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, how in the world did someone in Borneo, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> find out? Um, and, and I get you know, yes. really nice emails from around the world, people that that say, you know, they really enjoy it. And, and what I do, um, and I do this... Um, Purposely is I try I I try to have a real mix. So I want the well-known tunes 
mm-hmm. your favorites, but I also play a lot of obscure, little known from uh, Broadway, off Broadway, even London flops, because a lot of these shows, as you know, yep. have really good music, but most people have never heard of these because if you go, I know, you know, even though the internet is around the world, but, you know, certain online stations, they have a very tight rotation. Yeah. And and people email me and go, Stu, thank you for broadening my horizons because I tune into X. It's the same music over and over again. Yes. So, um, you know, and I really like to introduce people to new to new stuff. And I like to listen to new stuff. I mean, some of the my favorites are cast albums I had never even heard of until I, I don't know, I, I, I feel like, you know, going into the archives and I pull out something and then I play it. It's like, oh my goodness. Um, mm. Like one of those, I uh, just download, I actually, I digitized the other day was this 1986 sci-fi musical called Time that Dave Clark of the Dave <laughs> don't Clark know anything about it. Dave Clark for the Dave Clark Five. Oh my yeah. goodness! And the musical is called Time, and there's some really, really good music. And it's he has artists like uh, Cliff Richards, Leo mm-hmm. Sayre, um, yeah. Freddie Mercury. Well, they were all of, of the of the same time. Yeah. Dave Clark um, and, and especially Cliff Richard. Those those guys were uh, kind of on the same circuit. Right. So you know, here's a show. I have you know, I had the LP for eons, but then I finally was able to digitize it. And I mean, part of me loves some of this, like there's this one song that Julian Lennon sings. I'm thinking, why, why wasn't this a top 40 hit? Um, you know, sometimes I just want to play songs over and over again because I love them. But I think the listeners might, you know, say, okay, Stu, that's enough. Let's, let's try something new. <laughs> so, well, listen, I, I am, uh, definitely uh, a new convert of this radio station. I'd like to ask you about your scheduling because you talked about, you know, people hearing and and, and listening uh, weekly, daily, whatever, uh, and they come back. How do you schedule your uh, your weeks? Because I know that you do, you know, you do Rogers and Hammerstein. You do a bit of Candor Ebb a day. You do a Stephen Sondheim day. You know the composer series that you you've got. But what? How do you program your days? Because it's they are. It, you have a lot of programming <laughs> to do, Stu. I'd love to know how you find the time to yes, do it. Well, I, I feel like you know this is the Wizard of Oz, and you know, pull aside <laughs> the curtain. So just for you. Um, so what I do is um, I create six hours, uh, three-hour blocks of playlists every week. So I curate. I go into my database right now, which is probably I, – I, you know, actually, I'll tell you in a second. But um, I'm at just about 4,800 songs. Wow. So I – Wow. Yeah. So I go in, I have a spreadsheet and, you know, so I kind of like catalog, but I, I, I know. So for example, if I'm going to play a song from Oklahoma, that Mm -hmm. song, I won't play Oklahoma again to maybe the following week because I want to stretch things out. So I'll curate these three hour blocks where I'll choose the songs and I will 
record introductions, outros, give a little like fun facts. And then I take those playlists and it's sort of like a spreadsheet. So for example, let's say I have a show that is a three hour block Monday from 7 a.m. to 10 Mm a.m. I might rerun that on Saturday from five to eight. Gotcha. Thinking that, you know, you might not be listening at the same time. Yep. So, so I'll do reruns. And then, like you said, from 10 to 11 every day, there's a composer uh, showcase. Yep. Yep. So, Cole Porter, Rogers and Hammerstein. And then at 11 to midnight every day is a different theme. So, uh, there could be the best of Forbidden Broadway, title songs only, just overtures. Um, and if you go to soundsofbroadway.com and click on the schedule tab, it gives yeah. you all the dates and times. And you also do a request show. And any is that something that somebody can bring in if they if has anybody tried to trick you, Stuart, with I have a song that I'd like you to play, and you might not have it. So it it's a how can I, it's sort of like it's an automated system. Um, so what you do is at any point during the day, you can go again to soundsofbroadway.com, click on the request tab, and you can search the database of 4,800 songs. So then you make your requests, you select, it goes into the request queue, and then between 8 and 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which so I know it's going to be a little late for where you are, but those songs will play. So it is automated. Um, I would, if it was live, I would say it would be pretty hard to stump me because I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think you do, Stuart. Uh, but, but yes, and the nice thing about the request show is I can't think of any station online, you know, um, on the ground that does requests. And, and the thing is, I know when I would be listening to the radio growing up, whatever, you know, I'd love to make a request, but yeah, you know, you call a radio station, the DJ, if you get them, they'll go, sure, sure, sure. And they never play it. Yeah. Well here it's guaranteed to be played. Oh, amazing. And, um, you know, this way, for example, uh, that when I mentioned the musical time, if someone's going, Oh wow, I never, never heard of that. Let me explore that. Well, you could go and search and listen to more songs. So you don't necessarily have to wait for a song to be on one of my playlists because you can make the request. That's so good. That is so good. I mean, and that's, I think that's more what people need is, is the direct interaction and knowing that they're being heard or listened to and get a response because we don't really get a lot of that at the moment. Right. And I always say, you know, so I'll, you know, I have all these little, self-promos between uh, songs sometimes. I'll talk about, you know, my podcast or I'll talk about, you know, how you can donate money. Um, But I also state that, you know, please email me. You know, again, if you go to my website, you click on the contact tab. And at the end of my little blurb, I say, you know, not only do I read every email, I respond to every single email. And, you know, how many times do you go to a website, fill out a web form, you never hear back. 
Yeah, um, and I, sure, I think that's great. And I here I implore people to if, who are listening to this, if they feel like they want to email Stuart, definitely do it. On the topic of uh, getting in touch with you, Stuart, what should people get in touch with you about? What do you? What are the kind of emails that you like to receive? That they've donated money to me. That's always a good one. That's nice. Um, <laughs> um, really, you know, it's a lot of the emails are from people saying. You know, thank you. You know, I, I listened to you during my household chores, the drudgery. Um, you know, thank you. F- you know, I, I I learned all these new songs. You know, it just it's different. Um, you know, sometimes I'll get you know technical things or questions, but a lot of it is just more. Hey, I'm listening. Thank you very much. Um, on my website, if you if people explore it, there's a number of different things. So, for example, yeah. and I don't know when this is going to air, but we're just finishing what we call the bracket challenge. So, if um, you know, if you take like a tournament of mm-hmm. 32, 64 teams, we put 32 uh, my selection of the top musicals of of the last 20 years. Yeah, and we seeded them, and we sort of had a competition where people could vote. Yeah, so we're now to the finals. So the two shows are the producers and Wicked. Yes, for people to vote. Um, so you know, people might respond about that. About they'll email me about podcasts. Um, we do a uh, I do a trivia uh, quiz every week, so people might respond about, oh, here's some questions or, so it, it's really all over the map. Um, the the ones I enjoy the most are the ones that just say, hey, I'm listening. I really enjoy what you're doing. Keep it up. Amazing. Well, so let me know out there. Absolutely. Get in touch with Stuart. Uh, I think Sounds of Broadway, what you're doing, Stuart, is incredible. Like I said, I'm your newest and uh, I can find myself being your biggest fan too. Um, I absolutely love musicals. I will be listening. I will be, I will get in touch for sure. And um, I mean, this bracket challenge, I'd love to see another one. It controversial, you know, Avenue Q beat out Hamilton here, guys. So uh, if you don't want that to happen again, definitely get in touch. <laughs> go, go listen to the music of Sounds of Broadway and find out what's happening with Stuart and, and on the website, definitely go check it out. Soundsofbroadway.com. It's incredible. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, it is a labor, a labor of love. I will put a link for people who would like to donate and help you keep the podcast and the radio station, everything else going because uh, nothing is free. And, uh, I will make sure that people know where they can go to find the shows, to find the schedulings. And it's all there on your website, Stuart. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. And I can't wait to see Sounds of Broadway grow. Well, thank you very much, John. This was a lot of fun. Stuart Brown, DJ and founder of Sounds of Broadway at soundsofbroadway.com. Now, before I go, just a few housekeeping bits. Follow us on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Curtain Call, and follow me personally at John Schwab, J-O-H-N-S-C-H-W-A-B. We'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast. Get in touch with us via any of the social media platforms I just mentioned or write to me personally at johncurtaincallonline.com. 
Just leaves me to say a huge thank you to Stuart Brown. If you need your musical theater fix, go over to soundsofbroadway.com and start tickling those eardrums with songs you know and songs that you don't. Also, finally, a big thank you to Sure Microphones for sponsoring another episode. Thank you for listening to the Curtain Call Theater Podcast. Please stay safe, everybody. Continue to wash your hands and reach out to someone. Just flick through your black book, flick through your contacts, and see if there's somebody you haven't got in touch with for a while. Just ask them how they're doing. You might make their day. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.